WMTR. AM 1250. WMTR. The following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We are the largest subspecialized neurosurgical group in the state of New Jersey. We have seven offices located throughout the state for your convenience. Our newest office is in Somerset County in Bedminster, right on Main Street. Um, get your pens and pencils ready as usual. At this time, I'm going to give you a few numbers and websites to jot down. The first one, of course, is for Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We could be reached on the web at www.ansdocs.com. Dot com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. Our main number to reach us is 973-285-7800. And of course, the most important number is my website, which is answersliveNJ.com. Uh, again, I want to thank you again, like I do every week, for visiting the website. It's getting a lot of hits, and that um, is really exciting to me. Keep leaving me your comments and suggestions for shows. I definitely listen to them, and I will get those guests on the show for you excuse me, as best I can. Uh, and again, don't let insurance dictate where you go for your neurosurgery. ANS sees all patients. So if you're suffering from back pain right now, give us a call and we can definitely start screening you and get you some help on that. Um, as always, I like to bring in some special guests. And again, today I'm excited to bring you a very uh, unique show. It's a very common problem that people are suffering from. Uh, a couple of people have asked me to bring on a, a doctor to speak on this. So this morning we're going to be speaking about cataracts and um, reading and, and, of course, eye problems. Um, and my guest today is Dr. Carrie Silverman. Um, he's from Eye Care 2020. Um, and they're located in East Hanover. So get your pens and pencils ready again. Uh, to speak to him directly, you can call in right now at 973-267-9687. To reach him after the show, it's 973-560-1500. And you can reach him on the web at iCare2020.com. Okay, a warm uh, good morning to you, Dr. Carrie Silverman. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Tom. Great. Um, before we start, can you give us a little uh, background on who you are and about your practice, which is one of the premier eye centers uh, in the area? Sure. I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist. Um, I did my med medical school training at UMDNJ, New Jersey Medical School, and my residency at Hahnemann University in Philadelphia. Um, eye Care 2020 is a full-service eye care center. Um, we do everything from routine eye examinations to cataract surgery, LASIK surgery. We have pediatric ophthalmologists on staff, retina specialists. So we cover the full gamut of eye care. Okay. And where on, in East Hanover are you actually located? I'm on 46 Eagle Rock Avenue, right okay. off of Route 280. Okay. Wonderful. Um, and that's one of the premier centers locally. So um, like I said, everyone we're going to talk about today is cataract. Um, 
I guess we'll start off basically, what is a cataract? So basically we have a clear lens in our eye, and this clear lens is able to focus light rays onto the back of the eye called the retina, which is kind of like the film in a camera. Um, as we get older, this clear lens will start to get cloudy. So a cloudy lens is what a cataract is. Okay. What causes what causes that cloudiness? Um, you hear, um, I guess, uh, stereotypically, I'm saying, is a lot of older people get cataracts. But what what causes that cloudiness to occur? Well, 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 age is the number one factor, obviously. But what we're finding is UV light is a big culprit, also. So okay. we're seeing people usually in their um, early 40s now developing cataracts. I'll do one or two people in their 40s each week that have cataracts and, and need cataract surgery. So you used to think it's your grandmother's disease, but right. now it's it's really all ages. Okay, so UV light meaning a tanning bed and, and that's Well, what. even out in the sun, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I um, tell my patients to wear UV protection when they're outside. Okay, so sunglasses are key and getting a, a probably a good sunglass that has UV protection, not just the cheaper ones. Absolutely. Um, okay, I know I know my nephew's listening uh, to our show today, and he's actually going for cataract surgery. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, he's young. He's uh, in his early 40s. Um, is that something that could happen also? Like I said, yeah, I'm doing one or two people a week in their 40s, so it's certainly more common now than it was 20 years ago when I was doing the surgery. Okay. So um, I'm having this uh, kind of a blurred vision. Is that a symptom that you would? What would you? How would you know you might have a cataract? What did they? What are the symptoms you would? You would. Uh, get? It could be anything from losing your reading vision, believe it or not, to um, night driving, glare around he- headlights or halos, um, blurriness that can't be improved with glasses or contact lenses. Okay, so that's the. I do hear a lot of older people saying, "I have to leave soon." because I can't drive at night because of the glare, and that's something. Yeah, very common symptom. Okay, and of course, as I'm sitting here going, oh, that's I get that sometimes. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about my issues a, a little bit. Um, so, okay, how do you diagnose? So the patient comes in thinking they have a cataract. How to Kind of walk us through what happens when they get there. Sure, they come to my office to get a full eye examination. First thing we do is we take a full history of the patient. There's certain medications that can cause cataracts as well, such as, such as prednisone and steroids. Um, uh, we'll check vision, check them for glasses. Um, they'll come into my office. We'll we'll do a, uh, what's called a slit lamp examination where I use a microscope to look inside the eye. And this is really where we can make the diagnosis because I can actually see the cataract. We look at the lens itself, and I can see if there's any opacities within the lens. And it's a, it's a cloudiness on what normally should be a clear-looking lens is what an actual cataract is. Exactly. Okay. Um, does that hurt the exam? Does that hurt? People always worry about going to the eye doctor. Do you have to dilate their eye? And you know, well, definitely, definitely, because the lens is located behind the iris, which is the colored part of the eye and the pupil. So you have to dilate the pupil okay. to see the lens. Okay. So if you don't dilate the eye, you're not going to see if a patient has cataracts. All right. So it's behind the color part of the eye. Correct. Okay. So now we're diagnosed with a cataract. Um, what are our options? Um, of course, surgery is, is probably the best. Is there anything else we can do? Uh, even with the back surgery, people want to avoid back surgery. So for us, there's a lot we can do before surgery. But cataract, is there anything else other than surgery? Of course. Well, well, the first, you know, early cataracts, basically patients will have a change in glasses, and the glasses will change frequently. And people always ask, when do I get my cataract surgery? Do I wait for my cataract surgery to be ripe? And, and ripe means blind. So no, we don't wait for your cataracts to be ripe anymore. The time for cataracts to come out is when you're not happy with your vision, you want to see better, and I can't improve them with glasses or contact lenses. Okay. So it seems like, of course, surgery is, if it's bothering them enough to have the surgery. So... Is the surgery done while you're completely asleep or you're under anesthesia? How does that work, and is it safe? 
It's very safe. And surgery is variable. I and mean, there's a, different doctors will do it different ways. I'll tell you how I do it. It's an outpatient surgery. It takes 10 minutes. We do one eye at a time, a week or two apart. You get an IV for local sedation just to make you comfortable, but you're awake. There's no needles around your eyes. There's no pain involved. You're talking. You don't see anything happening. It's quick and it's simple. You leave the surgery center without your eyes even being patched, and you start using your eyes right away. Restrictions after surgery, you maybe no heavy lifting for a week, head above the shoulders for a week, but my patients are driving the day after the surgery. That's amazing. Um, it sounds so quick and, 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 and painless. Um, explain to me, though, what are you actually doing in the surgery itself? Okay, so basically, as I said before, a cataract is a cloudy lens. So the surgery is removing the cloudy lens or the cataract. Think of a cataract as an M&M. So we're removing the anterior shell of the cat of the M&M and then we're removing the chocolate within the shell okay. now we have no lens in our eyes so if you could think in the past people that walked around these thick coke bottle glasses these right. people were called aphagic without a lens they had no lens inside their eye and they wear a really thick glass after the surgery so to alleviate that problem we put an implant inside the eye within the shell itself so they can Again, have a thin pair of glasses after cataract surgery. That's basic cataract surgery. Okay, that was a very <clears throat> excuse me, very good analogy. So the lens itself is like an M and M, and then you're removing the outside and the inside of the lens, and you're replacing it. And you're leaving the posterior shell in place, and the implant is actually sitting in front of that shell. Okay. The unique thing, because before the show, of course, I speak to uh, all my guests to get an idea of things, is you were talking about um, this, this special type of laser that you have there. Uh, and this is one that's used for this surgery. It's um, fem femtosecond laser. Yeah. So, so, as I stated before, you know, the goal of cataract surgery is to improve one's vision with glasses. Okay. So, if you get standard cataract surgery, you definitely need a pair of reading glasses, and you might need distance glasses too, because you might have some astigmatism. So, I do something now called refractive cataract surgery, where the goal is to. Re to reduce your need for glasses after surgery. So this femtosecond laser will make all the incisions for cataract surgery. It'll make incisions into the lens, the, I'm sorry, the cornea to decrease astigmatism so you have better vision without glasses. It'll make incisions into the cataract within that shell I just mentioned. It'll soften up the cataract so it's removed simpler and with less energy. So it's a quicker recovery process. So with the, the refractive cataract surgery with the femtosecond laser is a quicker surgery. It's a safer surgery and you're seeing better without glasses. Okay. What would, what would make you want a certain type of, like if I want, if I had a cataract and I came to see you, would you always suggest someone, I'm thinking of my nephew who is, is looking to have that. Would he want that type of surgery or is that something that like, do you discuss those options? I can come in and get my, my cataract removed, but I also say wear glasses before. I will probably have to wear glasses afterwards if you just do the cataract surgery. That's correct. And, and people always ask me what surgery is better, and, and, and femtosecond surgery is definitely better. It's a safer procedure. There's a quicker recovery process, and you see better without glasses. The real issue here is cost because there is cost involved with the femtosecond laser. It's not covered by insurance. So that portion of the surgery is an out-of-pocket expense. It is. Okay. And what are, what are the, the costs? Not to scare people, but, of course, they need to know um, what would their out-of-pocket be. Again, again, it depends on what lens. And we'll talk about lenses in a second. So it could be anywhere from nine, 
some people charge as little as $1,500 up to $3,500, depending on what you want with the surgery. Okay. So it's not outrageous for something like getting your eyesight back, basically. Correct. Okay. So they, if someone was out there and they couldn't get to you where they should be going right now, if they're not in the area, because a lot of people listen to us actually streaming online, they would, and they had a cataract, they would want to ask for this refractory surgery, but only if someone had this uh, femtosecond laser. Yeah, and, and the real problem is the femtosecond laser. I mean, we're the first center in the state to have it. Okay. We actually have two different lasers. There's only three places in New Jersey where you can get a femtosecond laser at this okay. point. So it's... And I want to make that clear to everyone is that you really need to look for that type of laser for this type of surgery. Uh, just like in our group, as I, as I talk to you every week, there's so many different types of uh, back surgery out there. Everywhere you go, there's... There's a lot of these laser centers and these, these storefront places that are doing the back surgeries. And it's so important that you make sure that the physician you go to is, A, trained in that type of surgery and that it's not just a quick fix. And, and that's why um, this is an educational show, and I want to make sure that everyone knows that if you're looking into that, um, to look for someone who is trained in that uh, femtosecond laser. And as he said, there's only three in the state. So if you're listening to me on the radio, probably the only place you can go is to see Dr. Silverman because he's local to us uh, right in East Hanover. Um, what you were discussing is, uh, you said you wanted to discuss is there's types of lenses. Um, is, and does that vary the cost of the procedure itself? It does. So somebody has a little bit of astigmatism. And, and explain what that is for people that don't okay, know. Okay. So instead of your eyeball being round like a basketball, it's elliptically shaped like a football. Okay. And because of that, light rays will come into focus in two points in the back of your eye, and you'll have a blurred image. So what we try to do is make your eye round again. So if you have a small amount of astigmatism, we can do that with a laser by itself, what's called arcuate cuts. We can just change your corneal curvature. So you can get a standard lens then and have good distance vision without glasses, still needing a pair of reading glasses for up close. If you have more astigmatism, I'm going to say more than two diopters, which is just a measure of how much astigmatism you have, the laser won't correct at all. So we have something called a toric lens. And with the toric lens, we can correct up to maybe four, four and a half diopters of astigmatism. And again, you'll have good distance vision needing a pair of reading glasses. Okay. I keep mentioning reading glasses because the third choice is multifocal lenses or accommodating lenses. We can combine cataract surgery with these lenses and we can give you distance and close vision. So these people are able to wake up, see the alarm clock, watch TV, drive a car without glasses. They can also read without glasses. My dad's going to be 83 next week. He sees better up close than I do. He can drive and read without glasses because wow. of this. God bless at 83. And he had this type of surgery you're talking about? He has, yes. With the multifocal lens. Correct. Okay, so when someone comes into you, basically I guess you're going to talk to them, see, do an eye check, ask them their vision issues, and then according to what that is is what you would recommend they have as far as lenses. Exactly. And, and, and like I mentioned before, if you ask me what's better, the femtosecond laser is better. Ask me what lens is better. That's a lifestyle choice. Do you want to wear glasses? Do you not want to wear glasses? Do you want to re wear reading glasses? Do you not want to wear reading glasses? Okay. And if someone comes to you and they have, let's say we discuss it, and at the time they're like, no, I don't, I don't mind riding, uh, wearing reading glasses, and you do the surgery, um, and then five years down the line, they're like, I can't stand wearing reading glasses. Do they have a choice? Can you go back in? and change this lens, or is this is a one-time... This is a one-shot deal at this okay. point, yes. So you can't go back in and, and change lenses like... Uh... And, and when I say reading glasses, I don't mean just reading. It's all close tests, cell phone, food, everything up close you can't see because the implants don't focus. Right. So go back to your cousin. If he gets a standard lens, he's in his 40s now. He's probably still used to focusing a little bit. He's going to lose that focusing ability with cataract surgery if he doesn't get a multifocal lens. Okay. That's great. Uh, great information for him. 
Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to discuss about uh, reading glasses and all that type of LASIK surgery. Um, I'll be right back. I'm Tom Wood of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. Suffering from neck or back pain can truly disrupt your life. Every day, I hear of the stories of people whose lives have been devastated by nerve pain, but who are afraid to see a neurosurgeon. They're scared of surgery. But at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, we make getting back to the life you want possible using a variety of minimally invasive treatments. Our group of specialists are among the best trained doctors in the state, the leaders in stroke and minimally invasive spine and brain tumor procedures, and we view surgery as the last option. Don't be afraid to end your pain. Trust Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We have eight offices throughout New Jersey and are affiliated with most healthcare systems. Call 973-285-7800 or visit us at ansdocs.com. That's ansdocs.com. Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. We've truly got your back. Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm your host, Tom Wood. Thanks for listening again. Um, I am speaking today with Dr. Carrie Silverman of iCare 2020. Uh, he is located in East Hanover. The number to reach Dr. Silverman is 973-560-1500. To call in right now and speak to him, it's 973-267-9687. Okay, Dr. Silverman, we've been really getting some amazing information about cataract surgery and lenses and and things that I didn't know about. And before the show, I I kind of uh, sit and brief with my guests, and we were discussing... um, actually me, um, because I'm so frustrated um, all of a sudden, about three years ago, really, but it was almost overnight. Um, I was at a restaurant, and uh, I couldn't see the menu. So I, of course, saw something was with the lighting, but it actually was my eyes. And since then, I've gone downhill to the point of it's actually frustrating now that I really can't see without reading glasses. And um, I wanted to talk to you about that because the more I've discussed it with people in, in my young age group, um, anywhere from mid to uh, late 40s, um, we're all kind of going down, you called it a slippery slope. Um, we're all kind of heading down that. What is going on? So before the cataracts form, there's something called dysfunctional lens syndrome. Before the lens gets cloudy to form a cataract, it loses the ability to change shape. So when we're young, we're able to what's called accommodate. The lens changes shape, and you can see both near and far. So as we get older, you lose his ability. It's called presbyopia, and you lose your ability to see up close. And that's pretty much what's going on with you. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, but we have a call. Um, we have Steve from Naplewood. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? I have a question for the doctor. Um, I'm noticing my vision's changing, and I'm uh, very interested in getting LASIK surgery. Uh, will my vision continue to change after the surgery, or is this a, a permanent uh, change altogether? How old are you? I am 49. And is it your close vision or your distance vision? Uh, actually, it's uh, both. I have astigmatism in both eyes as well. So the change you're noticing now, is it more distance or is it more close? Uh, I'm noticing that the distance is uh, actually uh, close-up is more fuzzy. Okay. So if you ha- without examining you, and obviously that, that's important, but it sounds like you got a little bit of astigmatism and you have this presbyopia we were just discussing. So if I was to do LASIK surgery on you, we'd improve your distance vision. You'd be able to drive a car without glasses, but you'd still need a pair of reading glasses because we're not addressing the presbyopia. 
And that will, okay. keep, that will keep getting worse as you get older. There are other surgeries for you, and we're going to talk about that, something called refractive lens exchange, where it's the same thing as cataract surgery, except for you don't have a cataract. We remove the natural lens. We put an artificial lens in its place, one of the multifocal lenses. You're able to wake up to the alarm clock, watch you drive a car, and read without glasses. And once that's done, it would not change. Okay. Right. Okay. Does that answer right. your I question? You're welcome. You. That answered my question perfectly. Thank you very much. You're Great. welcome. Thanks a lot, Steve. All right. That was Steve from Maplewood. Um, kind of, kind of brought us right into the actual uh, discussion I wanted to have with you. Um, when I was talking to you before the show, I was talking about having surgery for my my reading uh, problem, and I said LASIKs, and you said no. So I want to explain that because I, I was under the impression when you hear about LASIK surgery, it fixes your reading. It doesn't. LASIK surgery is for distance only. So let's talk about that again. Of course. So, so LASIK surgery is for distance. Most of the patients that get LASIK are nearsighted patients. If you're before your early 40s, you're going to get both near and far vision. But once you get to your mid-40s, as your lens loses its ability to change shape, you're going to lose that close vision, and you need a pair of reading glasses. So a lot of people will come to me in their 40s, and they're just like you, and they say, I, I can't see. I want LASIK. I want to be able to read without glasses. This is not going to work for that okay. patient. But the refractive lens exchange, replacing the natural lens with a multifocal lens, will give you near and far vision. Okay. And that I was one of those people. I was talking actually to my wife about it. I said, I'm going to go have that surgery so I don't need reading glasses. So again, uh, everyone, that the, the LASIKs that we hear about is for distance, uh, fixes that distance. So if you want to see, and I, I'm actually asking for myself now because it is frustrating, I would have to have this refractory uh, surgery. Right. And some doctors will do something called monovision LASIK, where they make one eye near vision and one eye distance vision. I personally find that to be a compromise. You don't see as well close, you don't see as well far. So in poor lighting situations, you're still wearing reading glasses and you're still wearing glasses for night driving, as opposed to the refractive lens exchange where both eyes are close and both eyes are far. I think it's a much better result. Okay. And for someone, say, like me, that, that is interested in this type of surgery, um, would insurance cover any of that? No, because you're using the uh, femtosecond laser? Well, if they had very small cataracts, surgery would be covered partially by insurance. Okay. But if there's no cataract at all, that would be all out of pocket. Okay. And um, that, again, we discussed the cost on that would be depending on the lens. Exactly. And that, that, so the costs we gave before were people who had cataracts. So this is more because if you don't have the insurance covering it, now you got to pay the um, surgery center costs, the anesthesia costs. So it's, it's, it's a little over $6,000 an eye to get a full refractive lens exchange with a multifocal lens. Okay. So a little more than reading glasses, huh? <laughs> Depends on the reading glasses. <laughs> I know. Lately, uh, they're all over the house. My wife's like, seriously, another pair of reading glasses? But I, the problem with reading glasses is you have to carry them. And I, uh, Although lately I've been I've been stopped fighting it, so I do carry them all over the place and uh, use them. Um, but I wanted to reiterate and go over a little bit, um, as I do on every show towards the end of the show, is go over this type of stuff. So, if you're having reading tr uh, reading trouble like I am, your options right now are reading glasses or going for the full lens exchange. Basically, we could also try bifocal contact lenses. Okay, a Kindle. 
Yeah, that's what you're telling me. A Kindle is good. Uh, the phone I use, I have the uh, the stuff very large. People make fun of me, but it works. Um, but no, but seriously, yeah. So it's the uh, the full replacement lens surgery with the multifocal um, or the other types of surgery. But you said really, um, you're kind of you're not really. That's not really what you should be doing. I don't think so. I think it's it's a big compromise, and I think the least compromise is to refractive lens surgery. Okay. Um, by listening to that. With eye surgery, can you have things redone? So uh, someone's thinking about, they're like, I'm going to do this monorefractory or this monosurgery, and, and they it's good for a year or two, and now they're frustrated because they still need glasses. That's it, though. Can you have multiple eye surgeries? Well, for instance, with LASIK, I've done people 15 years ago, and, and usually the surgery that will stick, but there's an occasional patient that will come in 10, 15 years later where they get a little bit nearsighted again. Right. I can fine-tune the LASIK. Okay. If it's for distance, right. we're not chasing close vision. But we're cha- you know, if the distance gets a little bit blurry, we can fine-tune LASIK again. And the same thing goes with cataract surgery. If we're doing refractive cataract surgery and they have a little residual prescription after the surgery, I can fine-tune their vision again with LASIK after the cataract surgery. Okay. Um, for the cataract surgery, because I, I know my listening audience, there's a lot of people that are interested in it, um, it's a simple procedure. It seems like they're in and out in 10 minutes. You do one eye at a time. Um, the reason a lot of people like to say, I want to have them both done. What's the reason you don't do both at once? Well, it's an intraocular surgery, so there's always a small risk of infection. So you, you just want to be a little bit safe. Okay. Um, we have another call. We have uh, Leslie from Morristown. Uh, good morning, Leslie. This is Tom from Answers Live. You're on the uh, live with Dr. Silverman. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Yes. I, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier, but I wanted to ask if uh, if I have the LASIK surgery after 50, can it cause other vision issues? LASIK after 50 is, again, for distance vision only, so you'll still need to wear a pair of reading glasses. Also, also eventually, you're going to develop cataracts in the future. So when we do cataract surgery, we're putting this implant in. There's tests we need to do to determine what power lens to put inside your eye. Having LASIK surgery make the testing and the equations to determine the lens power less accurate. So there's a chance that after your cataract surgery, you might still need a pair of glasses again. But again, that could be fine-tuned with LASIK after the cataract surgery. I see. And I don't know if I missed this earlier, but do you have to be a certain age to have this? Because I have a daughter who's had her glasses and she's like nine years old and her eyes keep getting progressively worse. So she's like, Mom, I want to go get the LASIK surgery. So how old do you have to be? You have to be at least 18, but you need to have a stable prescription. So your eyeglass prescription can't change markedly for one full year. Once the, you achieve that, you'd be okay for LASIK surgery. Okay, great. Thank you so much. This has been an informative uh, talk show this morning. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Leslie. Um, that was actually a very good question um, uh, for people who have glasses since they're younger. So they're 18 or older. And you said a stable prescription. As, um, and you're right, because my daughter also um, had eye trouble from when she was little. And it seemed like every year her prescription changes. So you want some time where I guess the eye reaches its, its worst. Is that why you're looking for? You want it to plateau. You don't want to be chasing this. You don't want to be doing ca- uh, LASIK surgery every three or four years because it should stick. That's what you're looking for. So eventually the eye will get as bad as it can get. Exactly. And then stop, and then you could have that. Um, That's very interesting. Um, No, this show has been very informative. It actually uh, taught me a lot because when you – they really market LASIK surgery, as you know, and that's why I always caution everyone, be careful where you go. Um, And I always thought it was to fix your your reading. So I'm somewhat disappointed this morning because I have to save a lot of money. But – 
it is something that you really have to be careful with. So again, um, it's Dr. Carrie Silverman, I want to mention, it's Eye Care 2020. Um, if you're thinking about having this cataract surgery, you want to look for something with the femtosecond laser. Um, uh, so could someone call your office? Do you have someone there to explain all this over again? Because sometimes on the show, there's so much information. Um, or they, could they come in for just a consult? Do you do consults? We do both. And also our website has a lot of information as well. Okay. So you want to visit his website. I'll give you the uh, website again. It's iCare2020.com. Um, and they can get the more information on that surgery. Um, it, it's been so interesting uh, for me to understand that. Is there anything else you want to uh, let our listeners know about this um, type of surgery or the laser? Now, again, I think it's really important to go somebody that's doing a lot of the surgery. It, it is pretty new. It is cutting edge. Um, so there's only a few places in the state to do it. And I, I think we are the number one center in the state that is doing femtosecond cataract surgery at this point. Okay. That's very interesting. Um, so I want to thank everyone for listening again. This has been a wonderful, informative show. Again, keep looking at AnswersLiveNJ.com, and you will see the show. We usually post it about in two weeks. I want to thank everyone again. This is Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. I can be reached on my website, or you can call our office at 973-285-7800 if you need to make an appointment to see one of our spectacular neurosurgeons. So again, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you again next Sunday. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. For 65 years, Classic Oldies WMTR has been serving the community right here in New Jersey. That's why each week we have WMTR's Rock and Rough, where we try and find homes for New Jersey's homeless animals. Joining us this week is Sonny Knoll from the Randolph Animal Pound. Sonny brought Mel. Tell us all about Mel. Mel is a super sweet six-year-old hound mix. He is such a well-behaved